you as provider. He keeps providing for me. And I know I'm not the only one that God keeps providing for. Are there any blessed folk that are logged in today that you don't mind just telling the Lord thank you because he's kept you when you couldn't keep yourself? Hallelujah. He continues to bless you beyond magic. Somebody say, blows my mind every day. Hallelujah. To God be all the glory. Hallelujah. Come on, why don't you just celebrate the Lord right where you are? It doesn't matter if you're not in the confines of a church building. But I can tell you right now that wherever you are, because the word of God says he's omnipresent. So right where you are, why don't you just celebrate the Lord right now and tell the Lord thank you. Not just because he's provided for you, because he's your Alpha and Omega. Because he is a keeper of your soul. Because he continues to be mindful of your every need. Even before you open up your mouth and ask the Lord. He already knows what you stand in need of. Can't nobody do me. Come on, I'm going to praise the Lord right now. See, he's kept me 65 years. Come on, can I celebrate the Lord? A lot of people didn't make it. But I realize because I'm still here, I still have the opportunity to give him glory, to give him honor, and to give him praise, and to celebrate him. And while I still have breath in my body, I'm going to open up my mouth and tell the Lord, thank you. Hallelujah, because it could have been the other way. You don't mind if we have a praise party right now. Come on, let's praise the Lord, right? The Lord, the word of God say, praise the Lord with me. Come on, let's magnify the Lord right in your kitchen, right in your living room, your family room, in your car, in your kitchen, wherever you might be. Open up your mouth and tell the Lord your God, thank you. Hallelujah. 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 To God be all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Hallelujah. I know him as provider. <laughs> thank you, Lord. We celebrate the Lord with you today while we connect in the spirit realm. Is that all right? <laughs> when we connect, there's nothing that God can't and will not do. I'm so grateful. I've been shouting almost half the night. Amen. I'm just excited about how the Lord dealt with me because I needed a word from the Lord. Can I make it personal? I said I needed a word from the Lord because no matter where you stand and no matter what title you wear, every now and then you need to be encouraged. Somebody say encourage thine own self. Thank you, Jesus. Well, let's just go ahead on and get to the word of God, amen, this morning, and I'm reading from Psalms, the 16th division, beginning at verse number five, and you know, I'm starting with the Amplified Classic Version, and it says, the Lord is my chosen and assigned portion, my cup you hold and maintain my lot, the lines have fallen for me in pleasant places, yes, I have a good heritage, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. Yes, my heart instructs me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord continually before me because he is at my right hand and I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory, my inner self rejoices. My body too shall rest and confidently dwell in safety. 
for you will not abandon me. He placed his place even of the dead. Neither will you suffer your Holy One to see corruption. You will show me the path of life. Your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. And then real quick, Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. You know, I, 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 I'm grateful because even as I was praying and Bishop was, was laughing, amen, and, and I, I had, had, had to go out yesterday morning and run some errands, and, and that was just my time. I said, Lord, I need to hear from you, amen, because I wanted to know what he wanted to tell his people this morning, amen. And while I was searching and seeking and listening, I needed to hear what he was saying to me, amen, that I could be the first partaker. Because how many people know that we all go through trials and tribulations, and some things are just more difficult than others, amen? But even when I returned home, amen, we were talking, Bishop and I were talking back and forth on the phone, you know, even while I was driving, and yes, we have, you know, the ear pods that we can talk so we not, you know, we got the hands free, we want to keep it safe. But I, you know, I was talking to him, and, and then when I got home, amen, he immediately had me, the Lord immediately had me going into a time of, of quiet and study. And I didn't even realize Bishop wasn't in the house. It was several hours later, amen. And, and, and I'm like, okay. And I said, well, I don't hear any noise after what. <laughs> I didn't hear any noise, so I called him. And he was down here at I Hickam. Y'all know that, right? Amen. So he was at his other home. Can I keep it real? But I'm grateful, amen, that he, he thought it was so funny. I didn't really, I was spending time with the Lord. But the Lord shared with me, even as I was driving, and even when I came home, he wouldn't let this word go. So the word for today, he only gave me one word, and that word is rejoice. Hallelujah. So we want to share with you rejoice. And he wants his people to know you need to rejoice. Amen. In spite of what's going on, I'm ready to praise him right here because he ministered to me. He said, I need you to rejoice. It's not about what's going on. It's not about what you see. It's not about what you don't have. But I want you to rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you this morning like the Lord encouraged me on yesterday. Those who may feel just worn out. You tired of this virus. You tired of being locked in. You tired of being separated. The Lord said rejoice. <laughs> the, to, you know, and I want to share to the lonely, to the, to, you know, to the disenchanted, to those that may be grieving. Amen. To the brokenhearted, to the discouraged, to the despair, to the disillusioned. Amen. Even to those who are victorious. <laughs> because this word is rain for everybody. It's because you have one victory. It doesn't stop there. God's got something else in store for you. Amen. Victory after victory. Blessings on blessings. Amen. To the victorious, to those that are overcomers, to the showing up saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled. Come on. He wants you to rejoice. <laughs> no matter what, no matter where. He said rejoice. You're going to hear that word throughout this time. He wants you to rejoice. And that's the word he gave me. I said, okay, God, you gave me one word for the title? He said rejoice. Okay, I, I, I'm sure that we all can agree that one thing that's constant in reality, in our reality of life, is that life is uncertain and unpredictable. 
Anybody been there? Who would have thought we would have been, you know, out of church physically for over a year? Amen. Everybody working from home. Children can't go to school. Amen. Things have not been the norm. You know, your, your new fashion has become mask. Amen. And coordinated, you know, and that's just that's just the new norm. But isn't it amazing how God is the same yesterday, today, and for nevermore, evermore? He has not changed. He knew we were going to be in this moment in time even before we got here. So, you know, so think it not strange. And, and I like the way that David did this thing. I want to focus on David for a little while. Then I'm going to just, you know, look at Paul for a minute. Amen. But I, I'm excited because we, we looked at this thing and I said, okay, God, wh what is it that you're really saying? He said, you just tell him I said rejoice. You know, in other words, I've got this under control. All they need to do is rejoice. So I'm like, okay, okay, what, what is really going on? And he took me back. He said, what are you all sharing with the people on Word of Wednesdays? Let the word do the work. A amen. Let the word do the work. A and I said, okay, why? Because we know that revelation comes through the word of God. And his word goes out and does what? It never returns void. That's why he is admonishing us. He is encouraging us. He is diligently instructing us to hear his word, to read his word, amen, to study his word, to pray over his word, amen. When God gives you word, he wants you to pray over it, amen, amen. And then he wants you to speak the word, amen, and then trust God. And then while you're trusting God, just allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you into all truth. And then tell yourself, rejoice. Amen. Rejoice. Now think about it. When, for those that are cooks, when you put something in the oven and you turn it on a certain degree, amen, according to the instructions, you walk away and then you come back at the appointed time and it's done. God is saying, give me all your troubles. Cast all of your cares upon me. Why? Because I care for you. The oven. Hallelujah. Let it bake. Let it do what it do. Amen. Let it marinate. Let God have his way. And then in his appointed time, guess what? It shall come to pass. I'm excited already. See, I'm trying to stay in one place because God dealt with me because I have been laboring and seeking the Lord. Amen. Because it's thorn in my side. And every time I turn around, it seems like it's sticking me even harder. But God said, when have I changed? <laughs> I knew you were going to be confronted with this before it happened. But because I equipped you from the inside out. I knew that you could handle it. Now take your eyes off of it and keep your eyes on me. And I say rejoice again. I say rejoice. Hallelujah. Woo, I'm trying to calm down. I'm trying to calm down. Amen. Because we see David here. Now you know David went through some something. It's a little something something. David was the man. He was the man after God's own heart. Amen. And David was blessed before he was blessed. <laughs> Can I keep it real? And then he was blessed even after he bumped his head. He was more blessed. Can I keep it real? So, the, you know, the 15th, the 16th division of Psalm emphasizes that there is only one true source of security that exists, and that is God. It's not in your bank account. It's not in your home security systems. Amen. It's in God. He is the only true source of our security. And we have, we've some line, somewhere along the line, we've gotten this thing kind of mixed up. But it is God that's always in control. He is our only source of true security. We, we see here um, that at a very difficult time and a hazardous time in David's life, 
David realized that only God could preserve him in this life and even in death. Only God. A and theologians, you know, they, you know, we, they always want to debate and analyze something. They say that David wrote this originally during his personal and private time of meditation. But aren't you glad he didn't keep it to himself? that he shared it with us. Aren't you glad, amen? Some things are worth sharing, am I right? And I'm so glad that, that the spirit moved, that David was umption to pin this, that it might help us even in today's time. And, and there, be, why? Because God still remains our hope, our joy, and guess what? Our peace, amen? We see David praising the Lord in his blessings. You know, praising the Lord for how God continued to bless him. He praised him for his blessings. I'm talking about the blessings of God on his life. And, and during this time, you know, you know the story. I want to paraphrase it real quick. You know, Saul was pursuing David. David was on the run, which forced David, amen, to be away from the place that God had allotted to him and his family. Tell somebody that don't worry about stuff and things. If God gave it to you, it's yours. What God has for you is for you. His promises never die. Amen. So you have to realize that you don't have to worry about what it looks like. It looks like somebody's taken something from you or took something that belongs to you. Uh-uh-uh. If it's yours, it's yours. Amen. So you don't have to worry about it because David, like David, had to flee. He had to do what the Lord was umptioning him to do because it was a matter of life and death. We know the story, amen, that Joshua had already given, you know, and divided the promised land that was promised to David um, among the tribes shortly before he died. We're talking about Joshua. He had given something away that wasn't his to give away to begin with. Can I keep it real? So you need to think about that. So don't worry about what somebody looks like they've taken from you, amen, whether it's your time, amen, whether it's your time, redeem it. <laughs> if it's yours, redeem your time. It belongs to you, amen. But praised him. David praised him, you know, and, and the specific phrase, he said praised him because he himself is his inheritance, his portion, and he secures you you and every one of your needs. David praised him. He found something to give God glory and praise for even in the midst of his circumstances. Why could he do that? Because he trusted God, and he was a man after God's own heart. And God had never failed him. He might have failed God, but God never failed David. David was saying that because God had directed his life, he had, he had to enjoy a rich a wonderful life, a life that overflowed with God's grace, mercy, and love. Am I talking to somebody today? You know that you were out there doing everything that you could. Amen. And you thought nobody paid attention to it. Nobody saw you. God knows all and God sees all. Amen. God never sleeps nor slumbers, but God didn't quit on him. God knew, amen, who David was. He knew the manner of man David was. He had picked him out personally to do the work that he was about placing his hands he had anointed him hallelujah that he might be thoroughly equipped to do all that he was going to task him to do so David he knew that in other words through every trial and challenge he had faced David heard God's voice my God David heard God's voice. You ever been there? Been in a place you know God didn't tell you to go, but yet you heard God's voice? You heard God's voice. And I want to ask you a question. Are you hearing God's voice today? No matter what's going on in your life, are you really hearing God's voice or are you listening to the noise? Are you listening to the noise? Because noise is always going to be there. But you need to stop and hear God's voice. Tell somebody, just rejoice. 
just rejoice. Hallelujah. Just rejoice. God has not forgotten you. In spite of what is going on right now, it looks like that you are losing, but I want to tell you right now that you are victorious and W-I-N belongs to you. All you have to do is rejoice. Take your eyes off of whatever it is and begin to hear the voice of God because what you see is noise. Woo, my God. Rejoice. I know I'm speaking to somebody today. I know I'm talking to somebody. Whoever logged in today, I want to tell you something. I want to I want to tunnel President Biden. I need you to rejoice. Just rejoice. Begin to celebrate. It's going to be okay. Rejoice in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. Hallelujah. Did I get him? Did I get him? Come on, you need to understand all of what President Biden went through. My God, he lost this and he lost that. Somebody wrote him off and he didn't think he was going to make it. But look at what the Lord has done and what the Lord is doing. My God, I want you to rejoice. Woo! Don't you quit. Don't you give up. Don't you faint. My God, don't you miss your harvest. I want you to celebrate the Lord with me. I want you to open up your mouth and begin to magnify the Lord with me and tell the Lord I thank you for every one of my blessings, seen and unseen, and I shall rejoice no matter what. Hallelujah. He goes on to show forth the goodness of the Lord in verses 9 through 11 in this 16th division. For he rejoiced in the great hope God has given. God is in, about to do something. He's about to do something that's going to blow all of our minds. Amen. Tell somebody it's not going to be church as usual. Come on. He's taking our relationship with him to a whole nother level. If you have not had a close encounter with God over the past 12 months, then you need to shake yourself and get yourself together. Because if we ever needed the Lord, we have commune with him like never before like never before i said in our houses amen every time you go to the grocery store wherever you're going you better learn how to talk to the lord because he is our keeper hallelujah rejoice in the lord for he used to say you know think about it grandma and the elders and even now that i'm one of them hallelujah bless the lord we used to say count your blessings one by one <laughs> when you begin to count your blessings one by one, amen, you know how when you had pennies, when you were younger, you used to collect pennies, and pennies can become a whole lot. You know, think about pennies can add up. I've known people to collect pennies, and they go on vacation from pennies. Amen. Think about it. We look at one sin as being minor. But when you add all those things together, and I want you to begin to start counting your blessings one by one. Start writing them down if you can't remember. But start right. God, Lord, I thank you because you woke me up this morning, blessing. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you because I'm clothed and in my right mind. Two more blessings. God, I thank you because I'm still here blessing because that means you must still have need of me blessing god my family is well blessing god i thank you hallelujah god i thank you because i can open up my mouth and i have speech and i have the activities of my limb blessings on blessings on blessings god i'm able to put one foot in front of the other blessing on blessing and even those that can't walk you have given me provision that i can roll around in something that you gifted me with that i'm able to get from here there to here to there blessings you need to begin to count your blessings one by one and then take the time to rejoice to rejoice I'm excited because when we begin to shift the way we see things and the way we think about things things will begin to change hmm. things will begin to change over in Philippians chapter 4 amen and, and, and I'm, I'm grateful and I don't want to leave David because David had a whole lot going on David was running but David never gave up on his God 
He, he never gave up on his God. Even though he might have thought about, if I do this, I can get away with it. He came to himself. And tell somebody repentance is good. So even when you miss it, you better repent and ask God to forgive you because God can still use you. Hallelujah. But, but it's, it says the importance, oh, in 4, Philippians 4, we see the importance of standing firm and rejoicing. You have to stand on the word of God. Hold fast to the word of God. Amen. Remember the promises of God and then begin to rejoice. Amen. Make that your daily recipe. Stand firm. Rejoice. Amen. And then wait on the Lord to move because the word is always going to do what he sent it to do because it never goes out and returns void. Even in the midst of the church having problems, amen, that Paul, amen, was dealing with. Then Paul stayed locked up more than anybody I ever read about. Amen. That brother had a whole lot going on. Amen. And, and, and I'm grateful because Bishop broke it down on this past Wednesday dealing with Paul. Amen. And I'm grateful because Paul knew who he had become. He knew who he used to be, but he had he knew the man of man he had become. And he knew that he not only loved God, but that God loved him in spite of him. So, so I said, even in the midst of all the problems the churches was having, Paul was giving them instruction because, you know, back then they was dealing with false teachings. Amen. But Paul instructed them to do something. He instructed them to rejoice in the Lord. He said, don't, don't worry about, don't worry, I see what's going on. God said, I see, I, I knew this was going to happen. I see what's going on. That's why I have need of you. Because I need you to instruct them, amen, to just rejoice. In it. Don't rejoice in it, but rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice. Amen. He's telling them, don't get distracted by what's going on. You know the word of God for yourself. Amen. And, and, and does not the word say, my sheep know my voice. <laughs> so therefore, you know, amen, you, you, you know when it's too much fluff on that. You, you know when it's going to the left and it's not what I said in my word. You know when they're trying to scramble it up and make it something other than what I intended it to be. But he said, don't, don't worry about that. Amen. Paul was instructing them to rejoice in the Lord. In fact, he says rejoice in the Lord always, no matter the circumstances, specifically to walk about rejoicing. In other words, go about your business and yet rejoice. Don't worry about what's going on, but you keep moving forward in me. I want you to walk about rejoicing. Anybody need to walk about rejoicing? Amen. Because the enemy is walking to and fro to see whom he may devour. But God is saying, I need you to rejoice. <laughs> I need you to specifically walk about rejoicing. Amen. You need to begin to walk around your house rejoicing. God, I thank you for blessing me with this house. God, I said that you said in your word that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm walking about rejoicing because I know my God has me covered on every side. Hallelujah. Why? Because the blood is still doing what the blood does and the blood covers me. Hallelujah. On every side, nothing but the blood. I'm rejoicing, but I'm walking about rejoicing. <laughs> when you're moving, you don't become a hit and talk. But when you're standing still, you can become a target. But while you're walking and rejoice, why haven't they stopped? Why haven't they fallen out? Why haven't they sat down? Why haven't they quit? Why haven't they given up? But they're walking about glad in me. They're walking about rejoicing. Oh, my God. This is a good word for me. I'm preaching to myself today. But if you get anything out of it, I want you to rejoice. Hallelujah. Walk about rejoice. I want you to take that note. I want you every day when you get up, we walk and exercise. You better walk about rejoicing. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, Paul was in prison. 
yet he was encouraging and instructing other folk as usual. He was instructing them to do what? To stay the course. Don't you quit. Don't, don't, don't fret. Don't change the manner of man you are because of what somebody else is doing. <laughs> I want you to be who I've called you to be. You know the word. You know the truth. You know what to do. Don't worry about them. I will take care of them. Does not the word say fret not yourself because of evildoers, for they shall proceed no further? We're paying too much attention to the enemy. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. The enemy going to do what he do, and he's good at his job, and he always got a couple of imps around to help him carry it out. But let me tell you something. There's something about us suddenly that takes place when we all have things in common. God will begin to move, and we'll begin to all rejoice together in the same key. Oh, my God. Walking about rejoicing. Watch the hand of God move on our behalf. Rejoice in the Lord always. So don't you get distracted, and don't you dare get thrown. <laughs> No weapon, no weapon. Rejoice in the Lord always by faith. <laughs> walk by faith. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 said, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Stop looking at the thing in the natural and start looking at everything in the supernaturalness of who God has called you to be. And this is what you have to learn how to do. And this is key. In order to rejoice, you've got to forgive. My God. Forgive yourself. Forgive folk. Forgive what happened, whatever. Just forgive. Just forgive. Amen. Isn't how powerful how that seven-letter word has such power? Forgive. God knows all about you. He knows all about your struggles, your heartaches. He knows all about it, whatever your it may be. But forgive and forgive yourself. And then you've got to forget. Too many of us have our heads turned around backwards and we try to go forward, but we can't forget the past. Amen. Take your eyes off of your past and keep your eyes on God. Keep your eyes on God. And let me encourage you. Rejoice. Why? Because your past didn't take you out. You're still here. Yesterday's gone. <laughs> you can't change nothing that's happened. Forget about it. Forget it. You can't rebake a cake. You can try, but it's going to go in the trash. Amen. You cannot rebake a cake. You can't change nothing that you said or did yesterday. All you can do is have a made-up mind to do better today. Rejoice again. I say rejoice. And then you have to focus. Focus on where he's leading you, not where you've been, not what you think you missed. But pay attention to where God is taking you because he has need of you. And then you have to learn that the word forward means something. It means something. When you're driving in your car, you know, these newfangled cars, you got buttons that you push. You know, I'm, you know, let me tell you something. Buttons, how do you push a button to go forward? Amen. Instead of changing the gear or doing, you push it. Amen. You push it. But forward, you need to push a forward button. Amen. Just like you do on your remote control. When you wind forward, you need to do your life forward. I'm moving forward. I don't care. I'm not looking back there. I can't. Forward. I'm moving forward. Amen. I'm look, I don't want to do a repeat. I don't want to do a replay. I want to move forward because I'm walking about rejoicing. And that made me sad. And I don't want to be sad because the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I'm going to rejoice. So I'm pressing forward. Hey, forward. My God. My God. Forward. Amen. I'm moving forward. Move onward to make progress toward a successful conclusion in the future. Successful conclusion in the future. And then you got to learn how to flow. 
you just need to learn how to flow. You know, and, and, and I'm like, God, what is that? How can I help the people? Think about a creek. Amen. Think about the creek. You know, we grew up in D.C., but we had a creek we used to go down the woods and play in. You know, nowadays kids can't do that kind of stuff. You know, and we saw how logs and branches would fall in the water that, that was intended to possibly block the how the flow, the creek was going. Amen. But the one thing I noticed, amen, and he brought that back to my remembrance, the creek never stopped flowing, no matter how many logs or branches got in it, because the water had a tendency to go around it or under it. And sometimes, depending on how strong the current was, it would go over it. So God is telling you, you need to flow. You can't go around and go under it. You can't go under it, climb over it. But he needs you to flow, amen, in the spirit of God, the word of God, and the will of God for your life. Not for my life, not for your brother, but for your own life. You need to learn how to flow, I said, in the spirit of God, the word of God, and the will of God for your life, amen. Stop trying to figure everything out and just flow. Amen. You cannot map your life out from A to B. I'm not telling you not to plan, but let me tell you something. God has every plan in store for you. He knows the plans he has for you. Amen. Plans that you will what? prosper. So therefore, are you missing God's blessings because you're trying to make your own flow? Ooh, my God. But allow yourself to flow in the spirit of God. And just like David wasn't a perfect man, he loved and trusted God with and for his life. Why? Because he knew that God was a God that never fails. Amen. God never failed him, and he never stopped loving, from, loving on him. But the one thing I love about David, David was, he was just like repentant. Look, he knew he had messed up, but he didn't get prideful. Too many of us are operating in pride. We know we messed up, and we are too prideful to say, Lord, please forgive me. Lord, I need you. Amen. And David wasn't worried about anything that he thought he had lost because God gave him back everything and then some. God, David didn't lose anything. What somebody else thought they had taken away from him, God blessed David all the more. Am I right about it? And that's what God is saying. Stop looking up at things as if you've lost something. No, you haven't lost anything. God's just making room for what he's about to bless you with. He's about to blow up in your life. It doesn't matter how much you think that you are downtrodden, but God is moving some stuff out of your way. And while you rejoice and watch him shift some things in your life, tell somebody, my rejoicing is going cause a shift in my life and it's going to be a shift for the better because God is the one that's doing the shift I said rejoice hallelujah so I want to tell you before I close today hallelujah before I close today let me tell you something if David had quit <laughs> if David had given up if David had stopped hearing the voice of God if David had gotten his own feelings and gotten his own way and stopped rejoicing in the Lord if David had not been David and who David who God had called him to be if David had forgotten about the man of man he was David would have quit and he would have threw in a towel. Aren't you glad that David didn't quit? But David went to the Lord. The Lord his God. The Lord of his, ooh, of his salvation. David went to God. And God kept him. And God blessed him. Why? Because he took the time to give God glory. He took the time to thank God for all the blessings that he had bestowed upon him. He never forgot about his God. And come here, Paul. Paul could have quit because he was locked up. I'm in prison. It's about me, myself, and I. I know they're going to kill me because I'm carrying forth the gospel. Every man need to be for himself. But Paul didn't quit. Paul spent the rest of his life encouraging you and I, even today. Even today. 
And Paul never stopped rejoicing. He never stopped giving a word. He never stopped sending a word. He never stopped praying for folk. He never stopped being who God had, had made him on the road of Damascus. He never changed. He didn't go back, but he kept moving forward and flowing in the things of God. Let me tell you something. The last thing I want to tell you is this. I want you to rejoice. If you logged in today and whatever it is you've been dealing with, amen, you've been feeling like, you just can't make it. The mere fact that you're still here, God wanted me to tell you and to encourage your heart. He wants you. He wants me. He wants all of us to rejoice, even in the midst of what we're dealing with, and watch him work it out for our good. Your peace comes through rejoicing continually and repeatedly. So I want to encourage you from this day forward, from this moment right here, I want you to continue to rejoice in the Lord, always. Write it on your mirror, write it on your computer screen, write it on your refrigerator, post it anywhere you need to. So as the day goes forth, whether you're working, whatever it is you're doing, I want you to remind yourself to take a rejoice break. <laughs> take a rejoice break because nobody can steal your joy, but only you can give it away. To God be all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. I pray that something was said during our time together today, that you feel a little bit better and a little bit stronger, and you feel like walking about rejoicing. <laughs> I didn't say that things were perfect. But aren't you glad we serve a perfect and awesome God? And when you look at the trials and tribulations that those that came before us had to deal with, but yet they held on and they still rejoiced, even in the midst of everything they were confronted with. And who are we to quit on God? God has something in store for you. <laughs> he wants to bless you. He's about to blow some stuff up in your life, and you don't want to miss it. Hallelujah. So light that fuse with prayer. <laughs> light it with peace. Light it with joy. Light it with forgiveness. Light it with forgetting. Light it with flow. And let the Word of God continue to do the work in your life. Peace like a river is yours. <laughs> Nothing can stop it <laughs> but you. To God be the glory the honor, and all the praise. God bless you. Again, the word for the day is rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. To God be all the glory, the honor, and the praise. Thank you so much for tuning in. And somebody that tuned in, you might not understand what we're talking about rejoicing in. But we're talking about rejoicing in the Lord. And if you have not yet accepted him as Lord and Savior, you were one of the ones that logged in today and you've been going through like never before. We want to pray over your life that God hears you. He knows all and sees all. And he's waiting on you to turn it over to him and to receive him as Lord and Savior of your life. And if you do that, believe it in your heart and confess it with your mouth. You are saved. And to God be the glory. We thank you. We love you. And we once again appreciate you for taking the time out of your schedule. And I'm going to leave now, but I don't want you to forget 
The word is rejoice. No matter what comes your way, never, ever lose your joy.